0: You think she had fun when she filled her car with garbage, huh? What are you going to do about it? You're going out of your mind. Come on, kill her! Kill her! What's the matter, boys? Loser now?
1: The police are going to make that. She shouldn't have been there in the
2: first place.
1: I've got to find the key. Hey, everyone.
2: Every film that we cover, Patreon subscribers obviously also get on our shout out and two bonus episodes every month, which we've been doing for a couple months now, so you guys yeah. got like seven or eight episodes backlogged, so if you haven't hit that jump yet, there's a lot of episodes back there waiting for you, um, including, what did we do last week? Uh,
0: last week Rio we Bravo! Did, yes. We did
2: Howard Hawks' Rio Bravo, and we did- uh, Assault on Precinct uh, John 13. Carpenter's Assault on Precinct 13 together, so that was- Uh, A lot of fun. And so, again, if you guys want that episode, you can go to Patreon. But two weeks ago, free listeners, you guys would have heard from us. uh, Barbara
0: Crampton episode. Where we had Barbara
2: Crampton on. Very cool. uh, To discuss her two films, uh, Reanimator and From Beyond with Stuart Gordon. Which were amazing. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we had a lot of great feedback uh, on that episode. And, yeah, both films. We ended up kind of loving both. So, (laughs) uh, if you guys haven't heard that episode yet, it's... Free and totally ready for you, so go check that one out. But oh, speaking of which, I think we do actually have a patron to thank this week. Yes, Alex Neto. We did get a new patron this week. So Alex, Alex. thanks for joining us on this uh sleazy journey that we're we're (laughs) undertaking. This week, we have a very special guest on. We have Melissa who is a good friend of Jacob Knight, who you guys might remember from a few episodes back where yeah. we had him on. And he brought it with him, Cruising and Vice Squad, which was actually one of my favorite episodes that we've done so yeah, far. That was a fun one. Um, so, Melissa, how are you doing?
3: I'm great. How are you guys? Good.
2: Thanks Wonderful. for coming
3: on. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Uh,
2: so, Melissa, what films have you brought with you this week and why have you paired them together?
3: I brought Savage Streets, and Stagebrite Aquarius. And I chose these two not only because they're two of my absolute favorite films, but because they both have these incredible power musical intros and <laughs> soundtracks that make you want to dance. So I'm pairing them together.
0: Beautiful. fair enough. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, because uh, Jamie and I actually hadn't seen either movie and when you paired yeah. them together we we, we we got the feeling that they might both be like slasher films and then I started watching Savage Streets and I was like, oh, yeah, oh no. Because I watched
0: Aquarius first so yeah. so I was did. thinking it was going to be just slasher throughout and then Savage Streets takes a almost like an American pie turn to all this crazy oh. trashiness. <laughs> yeah, it, it was,
2: it was pretty fun watching both of these films. I a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, thanks so much for bringing them with you. And I think,
0: oh,
1: I,
2: think I think we're just going to jump right into them. So yeah, what do you do say? Savage streets, savage
0: streets. Oh my, I missed. And I did so want to see you bleed to death. you your, <laughs> your judgment
1: will stand. <laughs>
0: My back's
1: to the wall, it's out of my head. Go away, Brenda. Brenda, baby. Ah! Linda Blair in Savage Streets, where the only law is an eye for an eye.
3: Savage Streets. I love this movie. Um, As you know, it stars Linda Blair, and she's just this badass, like, hell-bent-on-revenge lady in this awesome black bodysuit that's basically kind of in this girl gang. And it starts off in this really crazy, friendly, like, fun tone, but then it takes, like, a vast shift where her sister, who's played by Linnea Quigley, and she happens to be deaf and mute... Gets beaten and raped by these really ugly, like bicycle biker wannabes. Yeah, and in, a,
2: in a really brutal scene too. So
3: yeah. Brutal. I mean, it kind of comes out of nowhere. You know, like mm-hmm. there's. this one I like mostly throughout.
2: Yeah, they're and, like they're like playing pranks on the local gang and right? stuff by like <laughs> stealing their car. Like it's a, like it's a it's like a teen boner movie. Yeah. Uh from the 80s for yeah. like, you know, like 20 minutes. And
3: then
0: they just exploit it like crazy. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, so it's basically just Linda Blair being like you you fucked with my sister. I'm coming after you with this crossbow and paint thinner.
0: <laughs> Jesus. <Yeah. laughs> and boy does she ever. She plays like this like Super badass the whole time. There's never yeah. like, I don't even know if there's a scene where she kind of it shows like vulnerability. Maybe, maybe when you know she's dealing with stuff with her sister, uh, obviously there's yeah. stuff there. But anytime she's interacting with someone, she's just like this, fuck off, I'm badass, I'm smoking and in your face and all that. And she's, the, she's the cool sister, yeah, she, exactly. The leather she's like wearing the old, sister,
3: old, big older sister, yeah. <laughs> and like every quote of hers is a gold mine. I think like the only time we see her kind of it doesn't match with the whole movie, but like the very end when she's kind of like hit on the head and she like freaks out. And you're like, come on, get yeah. out. <laughs> yeah,
2: you were like, "You're you're a badass from like the opening scene. Like, yeah. like, it's almost like not even much of a transformation. It's more of just like an awakening. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, exactly.
1: Exactly. they, the, the
2: gang has upped the stakes and now I'm just going to be the same person. But like the situation yeah. has changed. I mean, when lately. they introduce her,
0: she basically just flips them off in their car and shit. Like she's already yeah. I, uh, aggressive I, I, and, and I defensive. Yeah.
3: Yeah, she takes a no shit from uh, those stupid men or any other girls or teachers or principals. I mean, she's sitting there like smoking in the principal's office and she's just like, what do you want?
0: <laughs> yeah, she even says something like, like, then fucking suspend me or some shit like that. Yeah. Too. She's, she's just, yeah. She goes crazy. It's, it's hilarious. And what's also interesting is just to see Linda Blair doing this because I only know her from The Exorcist. And I mean, sure, she has some crazy scenes in that movie where she says a bunch of shit, but it's a very it's also, different character. Yeah, because she still plays <laughs> oh, an innocent child. It's just the devil saying all this shit. Now you're seeing her actually doing all this. And it's it's it was a trip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it yeah. kind
3: of comes from nowhere. And you're just like, what? The first time I saw this movie it blew my mind. I was yeah. just like. What am I watching? I'm in love with this immediately.
0: Yeah. I had no idea that Linda Blair could pull off that kind of badassness. And it's all, it's a little, in my opinion anyway, there's a little bit of cheese involved in it, of course. Oh, with with just, a lot of these kinds of movies. Yeah, yeah. But that's kind of part of it because like, yeah. you know that you're watching a movie and it kind of has this, this self-aware tone to it. Uh, Yeah, and uh, all these weird things.
2: From what I understand, at the time that this came out, like people hated Linda Blair's performance. Really, they gave her a Razzie.
0: Oh my God, she got a Razzie for this. Yeah. Dude, I loved her. In they this. named her Worst
2: Actress of 1984 or whatever for this movie. So That's crazy. Yeah,
0: she does do a lot of weird eye movements in this movie. Oh, it's so good. If you've good, noticed, yeah. like I, <laughs> it, it seemed really wonky, but it works for her character. It's just really odd. Certain things seemed almost like she was on like an amphetamine or some shit. <laughs> like it was really weird. But I loved her performance in this. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it all over
3: the top. Was, yeah. so what's kind inter- Very theatrical, but I love it. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and and it's interesting because it. It, it works because you like, it does kind of just feel sort of like an over the top, like teen movie for like a mm-hmm. long period of time. Yeah. Um, right. and then the movie is sort of shocked a little bit by this sort of, uh, obviously this, this rape that happens to her sister. That is basically like an, I spit on your grave, like style, like yeah. it's ruthless.
0: Yeah. They have like a lot of weird, <laughs> it's, it reminded me of like what, like kind of like something De Palma would do like in that kind of circumstance, mm-hmm. just cause there was a lot of these like POV, weird angles, yeah. POV closeups, ups. Um, yeah, it wasn't just your typical, like, gritty. And then they, scene.
2: and then, then they, very they and they, like, kick was... her in the head. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And put her that's in, like, a coma. Yeah, yeah. Awful.
3: God. Yeah. It was just freaking gnarly, man. <laughs> I, and and yeah,
2: I, I, I don't know that this worked for me, but I think, mm-hmm. I, I think I figured I'd bring it up anyway. Because what I thought was weird about this scene is that obviously there's this sort of like, there's this brutal attack, this assault that's happening. And it, it's cut, it's cross cut with like uh, a cat fight that's happening in like the girls' change room. Right. Oh, right. That, that in the like, shower? Yeah, like L- Linda, Linda Blair is fighting with the blonde girl and it's like this yeah. very like silly teen movie, like look at the two girls, like swipe fighting, at each other yeah. and then like, cut shocking. with the attack. And I yeah, think, I think exactly. there's an argument to be made that that's like kind of like, that's what's meant to be shocking is that there's like this crazy scene uh, happening meanwhile, like well, ev- everybody kind of else in the school is having like a normal teen movie like this kind of, kind of fight sequence
0: happening. Meanwhile, yeah. something significant is happening. That kind
2: yeah, of that's kind of how it felt like, and I thought that the movie was gonna maybe continue on bringing that up, but mm-hmm. then it everybody else just kind of resumes being in a teen movie except for Linda (laughs) Blair. like they're like like playing (laughs) pranks on the teacher and like all the kids know what happened. Like they talk about it. Yeah. Uh, And I was just like, like what movie are you guys? They are really
0: happy go lucky kids for all the crazy shit that happens to them. Like, Yeah. yeah, it really, it is odd that they keep this kind of American pie esque kind of attitude towards sex and relationships. But meanwhile, you know, Heather's raped. Uh, we have uh, I can't remember her name, but she gets thrown off a bridge eventually. Like, yeah, some like crazy. Like, like shit. Yeah, was, I, th- I, th- I thought there was, was
2: gonna be funny. more like psychological torment to it, and it right. seems like and it seems like there's a little tiny bit with Linda Blair, but. Uh, weirdly enough the person who gets the most sort of like psychological attention is the guy who's coerced into uh, raping the sister yeah and I was like really really weird to give this guy the emotional like turmoil I feel I get what you're saying
0: yeah I I get what you're saying (laughs) I do like that they still mm. did that with this character. What I was hoping for, and I'm glad they didn't do it, was yeah. I thought that they were going to have him get, like, redeemed. Oh, yeah, I was they were like, going to have him, like, I'm not on board with yeah, her shit. or something? Yeah like, yeah, like, you know what? We'll just, I'll fight with you against the bullies. If no, that no, happened, she just totally owns him, yeah. <laughs> yeah but instead, he does, he does get his, you know, just desserts, as they say, or whatever, and... uh so I guess it didn't bother me as much mm. because eventually the movie was like, this guy still did what he fucking did. Oh yeah. So I that almost I liked. Just,
2: watching it, I almost wish that there was just more like time spent with like Linda Blair's sure. psychological transformation. Sure. Yeah. Because right. here's like by the time that she's putting on because I like she goes full badass. It so basically the, yeah. the third act is like Death Wish starring Linda Blair. Oh. yeah. And I was like, Whoa. I did I almost didn't expect the movie to make that turn until it yeah. all of a sudden did, and that's because I kind of felt like you didn't really see much of, like, a psychological transformation on her part. You, uh, the thing that awakens her is just that she finds out who did it. That's yeah. just it. Is that the 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 guy who's having, uh, you know, like, uh, a lot of regret over what he did and all of this comes up and tries to, like, make his... Oh, does he,
0: he visits Heather yeah right? he, he yeah. visits
2: the sister in the in the coma and he tries He's like crying and whimpering and I'm trying to apologize and they made me do it and blah 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 yeah. and that's when Linda Blair is like you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I stole your car I know who you are <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I well, that was actually kind of funny too at the beginning where where it sets up kind of their relationship with mm. how they deal with things yeah when they stole the car I was like that's a pretty big Bold move as a yeah, i a surprised they, they didn't you know? attack them there. <laughs> <laughs> Grand
3: Theft <laughs> Auto, haha. Ha. You
0: know, like, it's just like, damn, you guys are some ballsy it, kids, literally. Yeah. Oh, did they? I feel like yeah, I missed that part. Yeah, there's
3: a whole bunch of trash in it. Oh, yep. right, right. Yeah, right, right, right. and
0: then that's what sets them off to like get their revenge or whatever mm. kind of thing. And I'm like, dude, because, it's because a they're, car. they're like, yeah,
2: you know who that girl is or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah and
0: yeah, and yeah. then so, I guess what they equal hit their car being wrecked is them. Raping a handicapped girl, so that's not, that's that's where their mindset is. So clearly, these guys are pieces of (laughs) shit.
2: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, (laughs) I I, I didn't (laughs) recognize the dude who played the lead of like the leather jacket gang dudes, but he was like a big guy. He looks familiar. He he did. He he from? I don't know.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) Do you know,
2: Melissa, about any of of that guy?
3: The leader of the the pack? Yeah. Yeah. Um, The the, like
2: main bad guy with like sort of like the the long hair and the earrings, and yeah. I don't even remember. I couldn't even keep track of all the character names actually. Yeah, so, there's a lot. Or else I'd look there. it up. Um, but either way, he he was really interesting, and he had like that Chris Hemsworth like giant torso physique. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, like he see. First of all, not a high schooler. I was uh,
0: just gonna say that. I'm like, these high schoolers think, look like
3: they're 40. <laughs>
2: not a single one. Because
3: those uh, four guys, yeah. they were all like 28 and up. Yeah. It's that.
2: Yeah, Every only only one. the Adam Driver looking lanky dude was like the only, and he didn't look like a teen, but he at least looked like a weird person. He, yeah, <laughs> who could have maybe <laughs> been a senior. Every everyone else is like, you know, not like model, but like, you know, there a lot of least, them are pretty good looking people. Yeah,
0: and high twenties. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not seventeen.
2: And yeah, I, I it's great though looking up. Uh, stuff for this movie. I tried to look up kind of like what Danny Steinman, the filmmaker had done previously. It turns out he's an ex-porno Hardcore filmmaker. Porn. No <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. And, and, and then I was like, okay so that's that, that's that's why there's so many boob shots. That's why yeah. there's so many like, that. that's why this feels like it's like a really tonally weird like teen movie meets uh, you know, like Just rape like, revenge picture yeah. kind of deal. It's got he such a weird did tone. did
3: Friday the 13th a new oh, beginning
2: do you know what i haven't seen that you've seen
0: that, though. the 13th a oh, new yeah, beginning the one with the, the, with one the, the mask, mask. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah that was his last film
0: oh okay and, and he did was it the fifth one he did i think yeah yeah. yeah 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 okay and what's what's special about that one that's the one where he like the remember. possessed mask
3: right? a lot of people like hate it or i gave it a
0: three i actually kind of liked it I, re- I i had some I fun tried. with it
3: it's not my favorite
0: yeah yeah me too <laughs> yeah so I thought that was pretty interesting
3: and
2: And I was just like okay well that's that's what because again yeah that's that's what kind of shocked me about the whole movie and I wasn't I wasn't sure if it worked or if it was doing it on purpose because I wanted to give the guy the benefit of the doubt because I was like this seems like it like there could be an argument made for the film that it's doing this intentionally to have an effect of being this like teen movie with lots of sexualized women and lots of and teens specifically yeah and, and then and then followed by like i spit on your grave like t- teen movie edition and yeah. i was like whoa it's, i don't i don't know that this works but it's totally it's doing something <laughs> yeah, do- i don't know why
0: <laughs> i think it was because i i was so i felt this movie made me just feel some type of way like it was yeah. like one moment i'm feeling like gross because yeah. of all these like these, you know, sexual aggressive advances from these dudes and then, I mean, the rape scene. But then you yeah. have these great scenes with, like, like the teacher that comes in and the class is just being disrupted and he's like, you put that goddamn skeleton away and shit <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> Go fucking iceberg. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> like, who says that? Like, I was losing my mind just laughing and then I would be shocked and kind of appalled and then I just... It, it, it sent me on a roller coaster of emotions. And I just, I had no idea what to expect from this movie. And then when it was doing everything, I was just kind of like, okay, I'm along for this ride. Like, the, the movie's... <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like it, honestly. No, I was like, totally, it was pretty nuts. And w- I was, was shocked
3: <laughs> It's all over the place. I mean, the very first moment when you hear that amazing song and you're like, okay, this is like a kick-ass, like girl gang teen movie. Right. Like, Oh, I love it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's great. And then, and then it just, it turns into the, the most like exploitive trashy thing ever, but then yeah. comes back to the American pie. <laughs> <laughs> well, see,
2: that was what was interesting to me is like, cause I, I think like I, I kind of had, I like, I liked the first act. I liked yeah. when it was the teen movie and then all of a sudden it just devolves into like this really, really savage assault sequence. Um, yeah. and it's cross cut with that, <laughs> that teen movie. So it's almost yeah. like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's rubbing it in your face. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was kind of just expecting like a second act where like they make that more like apparent. Like they, mm. they basically like explore that transformation of film sure. where like Linda Blair's psychological deterioration sort of like akin to like a movie like Abel Ferrer's like Miss 45, which you haven't seen. But that's oh, a movie oh, where yes. she's attacked oh, and she goes into a like a full a- psychotic like breakdown. It's um, it's amazing. One of the best, yeah. like, rape revenge films out there. So I was expecting, like, a second act like that where you kind of saw that. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of just did more teen movie stuff while Linda Blair was, like, a little sad for, like, a half hour. Yeah. And I was right. like, oh, this is a weird turn. And then the But then the third act comes where she is the full-out badass that's been transformed. I, you just don't see it. It's yeah. just all its just all of a sudden... It's like
3: sat in the bathtub, and then there's a boob shot. All of a sudden, she's about to kill them with a crossbow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: To be fair, it is a great sequence where she's in the bathtub, and the music kicks in, and she's just like, all right, yeah, fuck it, let's kill <laughs> them all. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's like not like, blinking either. I don't think she's blinks. a blimps. shower moment.
3: <laughs> Yeah. Real shower realizations.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Yep. yeah. And then she starts doing the the suit up sequence, like Arnold and Raw Deal. Where yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. It's just, I think it it takes it's it's so 80s this movie. Yeah. I will say it's that so 80s. it's ridiculously 80s. I don't think a movie could have this kind of tone and work any longer. Ever. You know, like, <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. This this movie just absolutely shocked me from beginning to end. I just every scene I couldn't believe mm. that was kind of real. Like I was like this is so weird tonally and just yeah I had a, I had so much fun with this film Oh yeah
2: man there's lots of jazzercise there's the the jocks oh, and preps versus the punks yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: I love the the poem the oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. disco sucks, punk is dead, give me rock or give me head. I fucking love that.
3: That was so sad. i going to get
0: it tattooed on my whole torso. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe how
2: long <laughs> that scene was, and I was like, oh, oh shit, they're actually going to dissect what this I means. I'll <laughs> <they're gonna
3: laughs> say it. Yeah. yeah, that was great.
2: And the, the the teacher's all like, so how do sex
0: and death connect? And I was like, oh, <laughs> all right. What grade are these kids in? <laughs> this is like college shit. Yeah, I think
3: great. one of my favorite like little tidbits was when they were reading Playgirl like the first 10 minutes of the movie and like Kurt Russell's on the cover and I'm just like (laughs) yeah yeah. it's not your typical teen girl movie yeah well that's
0: what I like too is that they don't just have like the guys be super like into sex and and you know it's like I gotta get laid or whatever even the girls are looking at dicks and like you know making jokes about sex and stuff like that like everybody seems to just be Mm-hmm. sexually fueled throughout this whole movie it, whether it be it seems good like as a, as a, and a and porno
2: bad, filmmaker making like a gratuitous <laughs> a <comedy>. violent movie <laughs> well he, he kind of mixing had a in
0: with a teen comedy exactly yeah. so he
2: he seemed like he was actually sort of wanting to investigate maybe sex and death <laughs> now, now that he
0: now that you say he did porn it's just like everything connects even further and if yeah. any, if anything this movie's better now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because i know that <laughs> was it the director you said that's yeah. Who did it? yeah yeah that's
2: crazy
3: yeah,
0: that's yeah, crazy. hardcore porn.
3: Hardcore porn. I think yeah. it was called High Rise.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Shit, you know the title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, man.
3: Oh, even the music, though, just paints the entire film. in this amazing. Like, happy-go-lucky. Like, let's get out there and dance by, which yeah. I love.
0: Yeah, but still has that rock and roll kind of aspect to it as well. So there's still that. Kind of grit in the background a little bit. Oh yeah,
2: and it especially kicks in in the third act when she's finally getting you know like the oh, yeah. the, the, the vengeance uh, and all the all the gang dudes in their leather jackets and the one dude who just has like no shirt and a leather vest or whatever. Yeah, the whole like, movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: and they all have like these really hilarious lines. I loved the dude when they're uh, the the guy is like looking for her in the department store or whatever, and he's just like, "Oh, putting down bear traps." You're gonna catch a bear, yeah. uh, and I was like, "Oh man, someone, someone wrote that." Yeah. <laughs> and then she she ends up like shooting him through the neck with the crossbow, and she oh, has that yeah. line. Where she's like, "Too bad you're not double jointed, so you can't oh, bend what? over and kiss hey. your ass
0: goodbye."
3: <laughs> So good! That oh my shit is God. fire, dude. <laughs> that was one of the best lines of the whole movie. Oh, you know,
2: absolutely! Yeah, she's just murdering the shit out of people. My my favorite gore bit is when she's pulling the arrow out of the the dude's neck, and oh, like a, yeah. l- the little piece of like like neck flesh just like comes off with
0: it. I was yeah. like, oh! And then there's also that part where uh, sh- this is, I think, one of her biggest badass kind of moments is mm-hmm. when he she hangs um the the lead guy from like his feet or whatever oh yeah she's like you look like a pig in a slaughterhouse and i was like damn that's some shit right there
3: which is also really interesting because i did read that she's a vegan and so she (laughs) kind (laughs) of wanted to incorporate that in which oh my
0: god that's yeah that's kind of cool yeah (laughs) (laughs) throwing it that's that's subtle too which i like it's super
3: subtle (laughs) yeah I love that. I yeah, love that. That
0: was a super badass line. Then that's when it started to get like, I mean, the movie's funny throughout, really. But I do think in the last 20 minutes, they do a good job of, I mean, there's still comedy in it. But they do a good job of, oh, yeah, of the, kind the, of the getting main...
2: that violent grit in there. And, yeah, the main know, guy's like, I'm going to tear your heart out and eat
0: it. And I was yeah, like, whoa, like, that's these, a little. <laughs> like, these people are hardcore. <laughs>
3: right yeah. I was like,
0: I don't know what this... team this is, but holy. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> And then to have like razor blades as earrings and shit. I mean, these guys design themselves is just so. It reminded me kind of of like. Obviously, there's no personality to these guys, but like the assault on precinct 13 gangs or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, it's yeah. just like they're, they're clearly just. You know, together, and they have this almost uniform for their gang, and yeah, it's...
3: right. And like you can tell, they love each other. Like, yeah,
0: like, yeah, yeah. They're for each other <laughs> for sure. World. Well, yeah, because yeah. th- that's the
2: difference. Is the assault on precinct gang? You don't ever have a scene where those people speak to each other. Yeah, these yeah. guys yeah. are like they moments. Like, they like,
3: share looks. They have they have moments, but yeah. there's no audible. You know.
2: Yeah. Exactly. All well, because f- well, we mentioned it on, on the show when we were talking about it that the main scene where you get where they're actually interacting with each other is where they're doing a goddamn blood ritual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like, like the Whoa. closest they get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, it super bros. wasn't. They, they weren't trying to give them much of a personality uh, beyond being, you know, a part of this sort of like very stylized mob. Whereas like these people, they start off as what you think of just like, sort of like the, I guess they would be like the greasers, right? They're just the
0: the gang, the punks, um, grease
3: rejects. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is the, this is what John Travolta would have turned into. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Exactly. If he didn't (laughs) fall in love with the right girl.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, and yeah, so it's they kind of have like that this this big climax where she gets revenge on on all these guys, she's murdering them off one by one and it does that thing that we kind of talked about too in in First Blood. It seems to be a thing kind of happening in a lot of these movies we're talking about where like briefly the hero becomes like the the slasher, slasher antagonist killer, for like a couple yeah. sequences.
3: Yeah she's, yeah, she's stalking him. Yeah, I love that.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's always it's always cool to watch when you get it from, you know, all of a sudden they've reduced this protagonist you've spent time with um, to it's almost just
0: angry and, and, and yeah, like, 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 like a force, this yeah. mysterious
2: force that's always in the background, ready to just kill something. Yeah.
0: Cause usually you think that the hero as, as, you know, I'm going to be the better person, even though, you know, maybe killing them would have been the, the yeah. easier thing to do, but not, not this movie. This Linda Blair is like, fuck these guys. Oh yeah. And, and when, when,
2: when she lights that like, dude I'm on fire, Yes, exactly. She, she lights them up with, with paint thinner. Paint
0: thinner, right? <laughs> yeah. Damn. I about that, yeah.
2: Which, having just watched uh, Hereditary, <laughs> I thought that, that oh, was pretty funny. Text. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I just saw that, too, about a week ago.
2: Yeah, because they, they make a reference to lighting things on fire with paint thinner in that one. So when I saw that, that's all I could think about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <Wow. laughs> Um and and yeah, what, what's kind of weird though is in the the last like five to ten minutes of, of this movie is like uh congrats Linda, you 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 saved the day. You made yeah. you made all the rights wrong. And I was like, that's he was like You're right. A, wrong. I was like, I don't know if we watched <laughs> the same
1: movie. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Cause I'm like, sure all the people got what was coming to them, but there was a lot of like, you know, you don't normally see a movie address this much destruction. And then and just be, okay be like, okay and it. just be like,
0: yeah. There's no consequence, it, really. Yeah.
2: Again, when you watch like other, what I think are you know probably better rape revenge films like These 45, are also
0: teenagers too. Like, yeah. You don't, like when you think about a 17 year old going out and doing this, it makes it even crazier too.
3: <laughs> Somehow getting a crossbow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Going
0: yeah, where, out Where on did she get spree? Like right? yeah. she
3: knows how to shoot it. You know. I was just like, hey, girl, you got this down. <laughs> she was like
0: training for the, for preparing for this moment. Of Apparently. Right. Yep. <laughs> it happened.
3: Our rated yeah. Buffy.
0: <laughs> That's exactly yeah, yeah, like, what real. it is. <laughs> totally. Even her Buffy without the was vampires. It so
3: esque <laughs> I loved it.
2: Nice. Well, uh, Melissa, this is the part where we kind of enter the uh, reductive rating round, which is where we remove all the words and all the nuance we just talked about of the film, and we reduce the movie to a number between one and five. Uh, you can partake or you can't; just depends on whatever you want. Whatever you want, yeah, we kind of we, we, we kind of let guests do. We know people have different rating systems and whatever, yeah. but we just do this so that we can kind of keep track of our overall list of everything that we've covered, yeah. and uh, you know, put it on put it on the thing. Now, for me. Um, on, on a first watch because I was kind of, I, I'm still kind of gathering thoughts on the movie, but I think this one's going to be uh, like a really high three for me, a really solid three. I, mm-hmm. I had a really good time with the movie. Um, but I did feel like the clashing tone, which might've worked for me in a De Palma movie with mm, a dude yeah. who has so much control or even just another filmmaker who, has more control than an ex-porno filmmaker would have of his content. Uh, it would have worked more for me. But also in this context, I've almost talked myself into thinking that a lot of this There's stuff of was kind had. of what the film is doing. Yeah, it's just I, I think I think that if someone wrote a really good case for why the clashing of the teen movie and this sort of like very vicious rape revenge movie actually contributes to. Uh, you know, some some thematic greatness, uh-huh. I would be willing to buy that. But for me, watching it the first time, I was made really, really <laughs> icky by it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think necessarily in a way that, uh, you know, a, a director you. with this lack of control necessarily Intended. meant intentionally. Okay. Um, that being said, I do think that a lot of this uh, works, and I do think that Linda Blair getting a Razzie is a... Hell War no. Yeah. Uh, disagree, <laughs> Razzies. Yeah, I think that there's disagree. a lot to like about this, and I, I actually do think that I prefer this more than even, like, the Charles Bronson Death Wish ones that we were talking about, other than Yeah, I do, too. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: so I, I think that there's a lot of great stuff in this, but for you, Jamie?
0: Uh, for me, it is it is a four. Uh, I just, I, it's like, the, once the first hours, half hour set in, and I realized that they were doing this kind of, like, you know, teen comedy thing, but then mixing all this trashy exploitation Crazy violence in it too. Mm-hmm. I it was just, I was just so on board. I, you know me, I'm a big fan of comedies for one, and this movie it just hits you with I funny will say, shit throughout, throughout. I will it.
2: say this while you're going. Sure, the fact that the dude is a porno director. Means that he goes for it, which I guess is what I like about it. Yeah, for sure. Even even if it doesn't work, this guy does go for something. Whereas, like, I could Mm, see a film like this not working where they pulled back on some of the stuff. For sure.
0: Well, that's, yeah, that's why it works for me because I kept being, like, I was shocked throughout this film. Like, I was just like, I can't believe characters are saying these things <laughs> when the guy gets up and says that poem i literally like got out of my seat and was like rock and roll you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like i was just like this is uh, this is so much fun um, yeah. besides obviously the 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 parts that aren't not supposed to be fun but that's what i liked about it was that it just kept making me feel so many different things roller coaster ride, yeah huh? it was just a roller coaster so <laughs> i'm gonna give it a, a four out of five and i'm looking forward to re-watching this one <laughs> all right for you melissa
3: um, do you believe in halves? Can I give it like yes, a 4.5? Okay. I give it a 4.5 and, you know, I, I fucking love this movie. I liked it the very first time I saw it, you know, back in the day from the very first moment I saw. it. And I, we watched it again, you know, like probably about once a year and I've liked it every single time. And I just think that, you know, I don't think it's that over the top. To want to kill someone that raped your sister. I mean, yeah, I would for probably sure. do it. Yeah. You're especially like a woman, and that scene where she's like, you know, well, what's the school going to do about it? And mm. which kind of really struck a chord with me recently, just because it's like, yeah, what what are people doing about it? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, you know, clearly no one's doing enough, so I'm going to take this into my own hands. Yeah. So I thought it was really cool. Like I I liked it. Totally. I think the violence was justified. But. Oh,
1: totally.
2: Yeah. Well, no, sure. I think so too.
3: <laughs> yeah alright yeah
2: 4.5 excellent sweet alright well that's gonna be it on Savage Streets and I think that we're just gonna jump straight into Stage Fright Aquarius Stage Fright
0: Aquarius <laughs> so what are we gonna do now?
2: we've got to find the key Alright, we are talking Stage Fright. Uh, It's original title, Deliria, or also known as Stage Fright Aquarius, Aquarius, and (laughs) Bloody Bird.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So whatever one tickles your fancy the most.
2: Yep. So, Stage Fright... One word, colon Aquarius, as it's known uh, seemingly on most places on the web right now, because you don't want to confuse it with stage Space Fright, a oh. remake, apparently, that was made. <laughs> space Fright. <laughs> well, it's like
0: Jason X, like when he goes to space? Like no, they just no, to up just, it up just up like a ante- space, like a space oh. between the two words. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like, wanted them to I like to where space. your head's I'm, at, yeah, though. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm thinking here. Yeah, uh,
2: but it is the <laughs> 1987 Italian-American uh, horror film directed by uh, Michael or Michelle suavi
3: Michelle.
2: Michelle suavi
3: mean, It's spelled like Michelle, but it's probably Michel. Michel. Michel.
2: that's Italian. Yeah. Okay, that sounds right. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, who, from what I read up on, was an understudy of uh, some Italian giallo filmmakers, most uh, famously... Uh, Uh, Dario Argento and uh, Bava. And he had previously, uh, while uh, producing and doing some assistant directing for those filmmakers and doing some music videos, I think he just eventually decided, you know what, I'm gonna pull the trigger and I'm gonna make my own slasher film having studied under some of the uh, most impressive slasher filmmakers uh, in Italy. And what we get is a kind of odd cross between uh, the American slasher which had sort of adopted a lot of techniques from these Italian filmmakers meets an Italian filmmaker making one of their movies. I feel like it was sort of like we were talking about Raw Deal, that there was the Plesiotetsky genre, the Italian sort of hyper-violent crime movies. And then there was uh, American violent films like Dirty Harry that were inspired by those films. And then there was Raw Deal, (laughs) which was like the next level, which was inspired by those American films. So that's kind of where we're at with this. Um, and sort of the main thing that it's about is it's about a troop of struggling stage actors that are rehearsing for a sort of small town production. I forget what the, the thing what the actual production of their play is called, but they're making an intellectual play. Yes, which is what they call it, which I think is really funny <laughs> because uh, the opening moments of this film blew my mind uh, yeah. Yeah, because it's a very uh, like hyper stylized overly 80s sort of opening sequence where a girl kind of gets pulled into an alley abyss by some sort of stalker uh, in what is a uh, an 80s street corner where like the garbage is perfectly placed. It's so perfectly lit. And I was like, oh, okay. So this is just what this movie is. And then the killer (laughs) like (laughs) artfully dives out of the alley and starts grooving. Yeah. I was like, and he's got an owl mask on. And I was like, hold up. What? And I was like, this is the first 30 seconds of the movie. <laughs>
1: what does it all mean? <laughs>
2: yeah, I was trying. And then Marilyn Monroe is playing a saxophone. Oh, and she's playing the shit out of that sax.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
2: Yeah, and I I was just like losing it in the first 30 seconds of this movie. Of, it
0: reminded me of Phantom of the Paradise a little bit. A little bit, uh, Just yeah. because it was kind of that mix between... You know, the the stage theatrics and then Mm -hmm. the real story that's actually happening, too, while on the stage. You know, that kind of thing. It's funny.
2: We've talked a lot about De Palma lately, so he seems to be a big frame of reference for us right now. But you know what I also thought? I thought Body Double, the opening of Body Double, where he's... yeah because because that's the one where he's like you, you think you're watching the movie right and he's a, he's in the coffin and then you realize he's an actor making yeah. that sequence Absolutely. and that's kind of like what what this does just to an even more cartoonish uh degree yeah because it, it gave me some like I was prepared to just watch like an opening murder sequence and then I was watching like a just a an, an awful play I'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i don't know what like and, the, and then the director's talking about like This very, like, pretentious director is like, oh, wouldn't it be so fascinating if the victim raped her own murderer? And I was (laughs) like, this is your play. (laughs) The owl man is going to get raped. He does seem like the
0: director seems like the type of director that's just doing things... Uh, in order to push people, yeah. rather than actually having these reasons for. But the- he, but
2: he's doing that. Like he's got like the cigarette, and it's almost like I imagine like a cigarette in, like a French accent, and he's talking about what it all means. <laughs> you
1: are scum! Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> it's it, either way. It's a it's a wonderful opening, and it immediately kind of sets the stage for uh, you know what eventually devolves into like a a chamber thriller slasher where um, mm. a sort of mysterious killer is putting on the murderer outfit from the play and going around and killing all of the
0: stage performers while they're all locked in yeah. um because of the director might we I, add yes that dickhead yeah who just needed his opening weekend to be you know so damn good
2: yeah because one person gets murdered i think outside the yeah. rehearsal area. which areas, is their right? warning
0: of like hey maybe we yeah. should get the fuck out of here you yeah know? there's a killer on the loose and he's literally killing... some He just killed someone in our... Oh, apartment. no,
2: and you know what? She was part of the makeup department, but then he makes up the fact that she was, like, a lead actress so that, like, it would be more sensationalized in the newspaper right, stories right. so that they more people would it. come to the play. And they
0: don't waste any time. Like, it's like, as soon as they see the body, they're, like, formulating a plan to make it yeah, work him for and him, Yeah, him and the money man. Yeah, the right? producer, yeah. right, yeah.
2: But, yeah, so the film kind of... Uh, for for me, it, <laughs> it really worked as this... Because, again, sort of like the same thing with Savage Streets. I just really wasn't expecting what kind of movie this was until suddenly it, it like, was that movie.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. (laughs) Um, Because the the, the first act is kind of like this... You know they're they're they're, they're doing this. Uh, there's all these actors who are struggling, and they they, they want to put on this show, and they they're all sort of committed to this production. And the the director is a bit of an ass, and <laughs> you know he <laughs> he, he wants to make the lead actress work through her twisted ankle, even though she's like a dancer. Yeah. Uh, and she's just like, no, I need to get this like all checked out. And I think she goes to the hospital to go checked out, and that's when they hear that there's this 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 actor who has turned into. Yeah, he went crazy. He went crazy. Started
0: killing his own team and crew or whatever. Yeah,
2: and it, it it sounds like it's sort of like the same same idea that maybe his director pushed him over the edge. Yeah, It actually reminded him, we we talked a couple weeks ago about Abel Ferreira's uh, The Driller Killer. The Driller
1: Killer, <laughs> yeah. And,
2: which is about an artist who sort of Miss 45 style has a psychotic breakdown in New York over his situation and starts killing everyone. Um, and it seems like we're kind of getting the story from the point of view of the victims rather than in the driller killer where you're getting it from the point of view of actual the be- killer, the killer. Yeah. and what's <laughs> awesome is this even has like almost a driller killer reference so this is the oh. third movie we've talked on this show where a dude gets a giant power drill like oh, yeah, through the right. chest the drill man <laughs>
0: Yeah, they just love that drill in the 80s and Because Drill 70s. a Killer, Body
2: Double, and now this one we <laughs> yeah. talked about where there's a giant drill like going through somewhere. Yeah, it's,
0: it, it is. It seems to be the, the weapon of choice for these guys.
2: Yes. Yeah, so they So yeah, this 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 mysterious actor who has turned into a psychotic killer is sort of let loose. Um, and I guess he follows the actress to her production where she's complaining about her director, I think, which is why he comes. So it's yeah. almost like a comeuppance against uh, sort of very abusive uh, directors, yeah. <laughs> sort of like what yeah. this guy is getting his revenge against. <laughs> yeah, he's
0: like, I must help. But also kill. <laughs> but also kill everything, yeah. Uh,
2: and yeah, the, what was most surprising to me though was the 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 second act of this film when the director locks everybody in because he's like, we're gonna do this, we're gonna we're gonna work through the night, whatever, um, and not realizing that they've let the killer inside with them. And
0: then locked themselves. And then locked in themselves yeah. in
2: exactly. Uh, always a great plan, of course.
0: Yeah. And then you know, splitting up. And doing all these great decisions when it comes to slasher killer movies, you know, they, they have a, a few moments where they're like, we should split up. And I'm just sitting there <laughs> like, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> you should not do that. You're going against the rules here.
3: Yeah. Yeah. This movie has one of my favorite tropes of all time, which is kind of the dead man's party where he's displays and like props up all his victims. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Well that trope. like a happy birthday to me and like I you know love that kind of I love that trope. It's yeah. Been one
0: of my- and it does it well, too, because they, you know, they set it up throughout. I mean, it's in a theater the whole time. Yeah. So then to see this, like, killer kind of give his own performance or what he may yes. view as his own performance is very, very cool.
2: Very much and, so. And uh,
0: the way that it's laid out is really creepy, too. Like, the shot where it shows everything in one frame is is, I'm like, damn, that's some creepy shit yeah yeah it is it's like a haunting beauty to and it's
3: like petting the cat like i love it
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i love that this is that
2: rare horror film with like a cat or a dog where it doesn't die yeah. In, in fact, the killer right. strokes it and
0: is like, "Good he's kitty." Like, this <laughs> is the one thing I actually love. <laughs> right. yeah. it's
3: like, I'm just going to stroke this cat who is named Lucifer.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that well, yeah.
2: Um, Definitely naming my next cat. Yeah, that, that's what I found most surprising about the film is that the the second act where he's sort of like what norm is normally what you would consider in a slasher the third act where mm-hmm. everyone is getting picked off one by one. Yeah. Um, right. and and he does it very very quickly like. Like, like, almost the entire cast is taken out in, like, 10 to 15 minutes of the film, in yeah. the middle of the film.
0: They're really only left with, like, three or four people by the, f- like, 45-minute mark.
2: Yeah. That and something along those lines. And, and what's so uh, interesting is that... <laughs> Uh, you know, there's all these great deaths, lots of amazing gore effects happening here. There's the power drill kill basically like a, like a who's who of greatest genre movie deaths. There's a a chainsaw kill. There's a, a ripping in half with an amazing sound effect where they're both tugging on the girl from both ends. It's like, (laughs) and they rip her and like her intestines are all coming out. Uh, it's crazy. And then he chops a dude's arm off with the drill or no, he, he saws it off. And then he takes an axe and decapitates the director with an
0: axe. (laughs) And I love the shot when he does decapitate the director. It's such a... Instead of like a swift kind of cut or whatever, yeah. it shows it's it's like a I think it's a dummy that they use yeah. to like get the head off, and it looks like the most blunt impact. Yeah, and it loo- it, <laughs> it doesn't looks look like he clean it at off. all. It looks like he knocks off his head yeah. with the axe instead of instead of axing him, and it almost created a more visceral, yeah. violent thing to yep. it. I wow. was like, oh god, like that was even that was even crazier so oh and
2: the and the director deserves that death because about like 10 about 10 seconds before that happens to him he pushes one of the actresses like into the dude's chainsaw yeah yeah he doesn't give a
0: shit at one point he's just trying to survive yeah the
2: dude's like a monster one
0: thing i will say though before he turns into that again like he starts off as a total dickhead oh yeah he starts trying to diffuse the situation yeah he actually starts being a leader for like a half an hour i'm like oh I think I might like you now which is so weird and then he divulges into a bunch of dickhead moves well so. yeah because it feels like he's but, putting
2: on like the leading man hero performance yes, for like 20 for minutes there bit. where he's like I'll take charge and I, yeah. we'll find the key and, and, I'm and actually, I'll make the plans I found
0: myself like agreeing with his plan rather than what other people were saying well, and then he was directing just, everyone yeah, right? yeah, it's yeah. the same thing yeah exactly you just can't stop the role <laughs>
2: yeah I feel like I feel like this dude working on as many sets as he did just had a lot of feelings about making movies and about sort of art and spectatorship and he's like how can I make this into like a dramatic slasher film <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Right. Um, and what's so awesome is that you guys already talked about it a bit. Was the um, the, the third act? Because w- when he kills everyone off, I was like, "Oh, sh- wait, there's still like left." left. Yeah, there's like a and half well, hour left yeah. in this movie, and right. there's there's only left is the killer and, and the the girl. the girl. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I was like, "What's gonna happen here?" And then it turns into like almost this uh, like expressionistic suspense sequence where she is just watching the killer like set things up which is the coolest thing because i you you mentioned it happened into a movie happy birthday to me you called it yes because i've never i've never actually seen a movie do this before uh so i was pretty blown away when they were because like normally in a normal horror movie you would see the scene where the girl's like she's scared she's walking around and then she runs into an elaborately staged horror scene Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. one you watch her watch the killer set up that scene that he wants her to see. And then he sits down and then he's just sitting there waiting for the girl to come out. And I was like, what, what is happening? So basically it's almost like sort of like how a filmmaker does. He's, he, you're, you're watching him like set the stage for The spectator, which he assumes is gonna be this girl when she comes in. And it turns into this amazing suspense sequence where the key is like lodged inside the stage just at his feet. So she's like going under and trying to grab it, and the cat is alerting him to her attention. Yeah. And there's all these bodies that he's set up. He's even taken the director's decapitated head and put it onto a mannequin's body. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And it's, it's just, it's wonderful. I was blown away that this is, there's like like 10 to 15 minutes like dedicated to this scene. Yeah, uh, just it, showing him
0: almost be like this artful killer. In yeah, a way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, it,
3: it, and he's it, standing it, there stroking the cat, you know, the feathers are just floating around him in this dramatic yes. visual sequence. And yeah, and yeah. He's, like,
2: he's throwing the feathers in the air and putting them on their faces and stuff. Yeah. To me, it, it read almost like a commentary on the idea that filmmakers who do a lot of this very elaborate staging and stuff and that for example this filmmaker would do is that he he's almost empathizing with the killer in that moment because he's mm. kind of just like he's just trying to put on a show
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. and it
2: reminded me of Driller Killer in that sense, sort of merging this sort of violence with art it's in like that kind can, of way.
0: Like as like as a creative, you can almost appreciate what exactly. he's doing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, I don't like that you use dead bodies, but that's a good looking stage That right is there. an an, an <laughs> impeccably framed mise en you know, yeah. like something <laughs> like that Love that tableau. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that would be cool. And they do it in a few movies: Black Christmas, Texas Chainsaw oh, Massacre, Black Christmas, yes, yeah, uh, Puppet Master. I feel you like you know what? we
2: haven't seen any
0: Puppet Masters, but we oh. have to. Those like all those I movies you just listed are like things we're gonna be talking about on the show eventually. Batman yeah,
3: t- Torus Trap.
0: Because
2: Texas Chainsaw Two, especially, we have to do because you haven't oh. seen it, but no, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't great. seen the sequel. It's a really, yeah. a really underappreciated. Uh, at least in comparison to the original Texas Chainsaw, which I think has finally got its due as like oh, an all the original is a masterpiece.
0: <laughs> masterpiece. I love the original. Uh,
2: and yeah, then there's like a, just a the movie kind of caps off with this really uh, sort of fun. So, but yeah, basically instead of doing that sort of chase sequence that you would normally see, it all takes place on the stage in this one room and in the in the stage setting. Uh, where the girl, the final girl has her showdown with the killer and there's this, sort of this great bit where he gets kind of like knocked off and he's holding on and she's trying to like axe the rope that he's yeah. holding on to to drop him down and all yeah. this stuff. Um, and it's really
0: suspenseful. It's well done. There's a lot of tension in the scene. Yeah, but
2: I have to ask you, Melissa, about the very end of this film because I was a little surprised by it because I, I didn't know entirely what to make of it, but I thought one really cool part was... Because what kind of happens is she... She finishes off the killer and everyone's like, yeah, it's done. You know, it's that usual, like, we we finished him off. But if anyone who's ever seen a slasher is going to go, okay, yeah, but he's he's going to come back. He's going to come back. Yeah, he always does. He always comes back. Um, But there's a great bit where the police put her in the back of the car and all she's focused on is, like, sort of, like, these bodies being loaded out of the... um, the rehearsal area
0: bodies of her crew of her, of her correct. cast
2: and crew yeah. and stuff like that. Meanwhile, the press is being like, Oh, th- you killed him. So yeah. cool. Tell us about it. Like, yeah. yeah. And she's yeah. just like, that was a really messed up
0: situation. Yeah, I don't, I want to go <laughs> home. <laughs> this is
2: bullshit. I, I just spent, uh, my last like 30 minutes in the headspace of like a psychotic artist. <laughs> <I> yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah.
0: And saw it front row.
2: Yep. Uh, I was, I was the one man show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but she, she, she wants to go back because she, she lost like a precious watch. Oh, it's a watch.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So she, she wants to go back and get that. And she asks Willie, who I think is uh, like a, like a, a local or I think he was, You he? think
0: he's like the custodian custodian. He, I think. Like yeah. Cause, yeah. He, Cause he has,
2: he has the key to the building and stuff. Right. And he lets her in and he's, and he kind of wants to talk to her sort of like how the press did being like, Oh man. Like, you know, you should have, you know, that gun that you had that you didn't turn the safety off or whatever, you could have just shot him, shot him in the head, shot him between the eyes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, And he's basically bragging uh, about her like traumatic situation and what he would have done in it. Yeah. And then. The, it's <laughs> yeah. it Mark
0: Wahlberg. Yeah. Wahlberging it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the
2: killer comes back and he's about to kill her. And then the custodian who had just grabbed the gun to show her how to turn the safety off, presumably, comes back in time to shoot the dude between the eyes. Yeah. And then he has like a like a mental breakdown because of what he just did, which is a really cool moment because it really does highlight that, you know, he was talking a big game the same way like the press wanted to hear all this information from a
0: distance. Sure. But then, and when then it's he experiences real, yeah, it. Yeah. Then when it's fucking right. real, you don't want any part of it yeah and,
2: and all he can say exactly. is I right. shot him between the eyes is I shot him between the eyes like, and,
3: and they said it over and over again and you're just like damn
2: yeah it's yeah. clearly like you know it, it really has an investment in the psychological consequences of what that stuff what all this stuff actually did to you know the survivors um, you know because we saw some Terribly horrific physical violence happened to the victims, but even yeah. the survivors aren't getting out of there because the survivors they spectate it, right? That's the yeah. thing. They watched it, and like that's almost worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, what the like movie implies. Said, even Willie,
0: like the custodian, now yeah. can't even escape, and he wasn't even a part of it the yeah. whole time. He didn't see anything. It's just now because now, he's at the tail end. He just now he's a part of it as well,
3: and yeah.
0: it's a psychosis you'll never probably get problem. rid of. Him.
3: Killed him. <laughs> Right between the
2: eyes. Yeah, yeah, but just the, like he said. But the last moment though has the killer open his eyes, and he's back out. He's back up again. And I was curious most of what then, you made of that because I didn't know because I had yeah, and then the eighties music right. comes in, but I had. I was I wasn't sure if it was trying to be more about this sort of like meta type thing. Like it was, all was a happening? play. Like yeah. it was a, yeah, <laughs>
0: right. like, yeah. This this was his bow. His yeah. open his yeah, open his eyes was I. Up. Oh, that was my performance. I too. put on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. Stop between
3: the eyes. Let's get back up and have a good time.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's do. We'll do. That was the matinee. Doing the evening show. Now.
2: Yeah, met, met, mentally destroyed a couple folks, but it's good now. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> cool. I gave it my
0: best. Gave my performance. That's yeah. that's what it seems. I guess that's what it's saying, probably, right? Yeah, that's like good. I, that, or it was just like, nah, he's it back. was a cool moment. <laughs> yeah, <the laughs> credits roll. I mean, it works though. It works really well. I enjoyed that.
2: Yeah, because because yeah, I was just really impressed overall. Because I'm pretty sure that I, uh, this is this was this guy's first feature, and I was just really impressed at the 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 actual amount of visual style and the amount of like the, the, the really proper gore effects. This is a guy who has clearly studied slasher and horror films yeah. and who has something interesting to say or to say about the relationship between watching violence and the people who stage the violence, Mm -hmm. um, which is like a, you know, it's kind of an interesting point to make about uh, horror films, especially because we've talked about a lot of slashers and not a lot, you know, a couple of them follow the tropes and do the thing. Not a lot of them actually sort of investigate the genre as a thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, usually they do it as just a pure kind of visceral entertainment. Yeah, yeah, entertainment. you're just like, yeah, people are getting killed in crazy ways. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a good time.
3: It's definitely influenced by, you know, him being a protege to Argento and others. So, wow. heavy giallo undertones. So,
0: Yeah, and it even does the uh the first person view of of mm-hmm. the, right. the killer kind of like that. Friday the 13th and Halloween and stuff. So that There's was a cool a homage to uh yeah to those films for sure. Yeah, this this
2: movie very clearly came at the tail end of... The Italian giallo slasher films existing, yeah. and then obviously American slasher films becoming hugely popular. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he's just sort of investigating what that popularity is and means.
0: Almost, yeah. This one is a <laughs> lot deeper than any other slasher that I was. I was. I was. I was, I, was I was quite
2: surprised by this because I mean I understand now that it has a cult following, but I was surprised that I like hadn't heard a lot of people talk about how excellent it is. But then I kind of looked it up and I saw that there actually were a couple, number of people who were being like, "Wow, how does no one <laughs> address this?" this. Yeah. As like a great eighty slasher because yeah. it's honestly one of my favorite favorite eighty slashers that I've seen.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, phenomenal.
3: It's really really good. Have you guys ever seen his other movie, uh, Cemetery Man or Deli Morte Deli Morte?
2: No, oh. but I've what?
3: I've, you guys, ninety four. This movie is incredible. Yeah, it's in, it's like early nineties, ninety four. Like isn't you said, it, it, I'm looking at this more... caption:
2: zombies, guns, and sex. Oh my triple yeah. exclamation
0: marks. You got me. I'm, I'm, I'm watching too much,
3: it. But you need to watch this like tonight. Wow. I think I might. I don't yeah. have
0: anything to do tomorrow. Go sorry. find it. A, yeah. What's it
3: called again? Cemetery Man. Cemetery. Uh, Man. But it's also called Dele Morte, Dele More.
0: Okay. I'm definitely checking it out. He's also got one here called The Church. Okay. Never. Oh,
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's coming out. I think I saw something about that a couple months ago Church and the Sect or something.
2: Oh, oh it's coming they're, out. They're, like doing, it's... they're doing a new, uh, like yeah, a, a, a re release. Because it, it's ni- Ar- it's 1989,
3: and Argento has something to do with it too, I think.
2: Oh, okay. cool. That's cool.
3: Yeah, I've never seen it, but
2: either way, I'm going through this guy's filmography. Yeah, uh, he's because, interesting because I was I was quite surprised at I mean, kind of both of these movies, but I was doubly surprised about Stage Right Aquarius because. Yeah, I guess I guess this is why we'll this is where we'll enter the reductive rating round on it. But for for me, uh, it's a super easy uh, four and a high four at that. I, I maybe on rewatch I might even consider going higher than that because I was pretty uh, blown away by this actually on my on my first watch. Uh, and yeah, I just we we kind of covered a, a lot of it already. But I just I just love how this works sort of as a as a play on, um, you know, people who. On again, sort of like driller killer on the, the that sort of thin line between uh, both mental psychosis and creativity and art yeah. and violence and this kind of blending this bridge together in 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 interesting ways um, and I loved how it sort of shed a lot of the slasher um, structure and tropes to it to create something really really strange and and odd and uh, yeah i can't i can't necessarily that that about half hour sequence where everybody gets killed off and then they're right after is the pit where the girl gets to watch him set them all up in a tableau Mm -hmm. that's maybe one of my favorite sequences uh that we've talked about on the show so far so it was i honestly i i loved it a lot for you jamie
0: um well you know what like my original score was actually a three out of five. It yeah. was a very strong three out of five. It was just—it was kind of a similar thing with Vice Squad, where I—I I was, I guess, maybe taken aback by the uh, the the look of the film. Like mm. Savage Streets just has a shine to it. You could tell that there was like I don't know, maybe a little more money involved or whatever. Mm. And then it was doing a lot of the the tropes of slashers and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. now actually, after having this conversation, I'm kind of realizing when they're doing those. Those tropes, you know, that it's on purpose for one, mm-hmm. and then uh, I'm really liking just that we've gotten to flesh out a bit more about how, you know, the, the like how it's the using creative, them and what it's yeah, 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 and and his setup of, of he's he's making his own play in a way and using those bodies as uh, as his storytelling props, and uh, yeah, I, I really like it. right now. I still feel comfortable giving it the three, just because I like mm. to rewatch a film yeah. before I give it the final, mm-hmm. you know, score, uh, but. I could see this becoming a, a four now. Just with these ideas in my head, I feel like I'm going to rewatch it and get more out of it. So,
3: yeah.
2: Cool. And for you, Melissa?
3: Oh, easy five. 100%. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> there
1: <Nice>. we go. <laughs> not a
3: question. It has everything you could want in a Slash movie and more yeah. And a killer yeah. soundtrack. I feel like we have not talked about...
1: Oh, yeah. Talk
3: amazing, about that soundtrack. Right? The amazing music in this. It's such a goblin kind of rip off in a way. Mm. But it's so good. Like it's so unexpected, especially that first scene. And I think I played the song. Yeah, first it was by Aquarius. Right. And like, that's kind of why it was also called that.
2: Oh, okay.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it has
2: that really melancholy, like synth to it, especially when, yeah. when it, it feels like it's wrapped up the, the slasher film and it's killed everyone off and it enters that like 20 minute suspense sequence between her and the killer like the music in that is just insane Yeah, and then the lighting and the compositions really get wild after that too yeah those
0: the last 20 minutes of this film is what really did it for me like yeah I, I I I'm really looking forward to my rewatch, honestly. Cause, yeah. uh, I just I, like
3: more rewatch.
0: Yeah. That's I feel right. like I'll get more. out. It's
2: always, of it. it's always better when you're watching a film and you, you're prepared for what it is. I find. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and, I, and I was
2: pretty shocked was honestly by just, both of these films. Yeah. So thanks for bringing them. I
0: was viewing it just as this, like, you know, whatever slasher, mm-hmm. but now after really sitting with it for a few days and then having this conversation, there is a lot more to it mm. than just meets the eye, you know? So yeah, I, it, it's solid, super solid. Yeah, man,
2: I could I could have watched that the the POV shots of the killer, like traversing the sets with that synth going for like, yeah, like, for like a while.
3: Yeah, yeah. He's like
2: walking, walking along the the cables and like the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's good stuff. It is. And oh, man. And yeah, they didn't kill Lucifer.
0: That was a good time. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's nice to finally not have a dog or a cat die at a. Oh, 70s, I 80s horror movie.
3: It's such a cheap shot, you know. It is, because I mean, you
0: just know that you're going to feel that way, you know?
3: Exactly. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I think that's going to
2: be it for this week's episode of Slezoids. Melissa, thanks so much for coming on and bringing these films with yes, you. This is, you. is the part of the show where if you've got anything to plug, this is where you do it.
3: Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. Um, you can find me everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. Uh, Medium account as Mecca Melissa. So that's where to find me.
2: Yeah, give her a follow. She's always tweeting about horror movies and, uh, you know. Horror
0: movies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, as soon as I saw you had a Nightmare on Elm Street Something 3 uh, Dream Warriors <laughs> cover photo, I was like, okay, oh, I, feel nice. like, I feel like that sets the tone <laughs> for an account. So it's a good choice.
3: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think I even used it on my LinkedIn. I was like, "I'm Mm -hmm. gonna do that's what I'm doing."
2: (laughs) Yeah, and since Melissa is gonna be humble and is not gonna plug anything, I will tell you to go check out her article on Kill Bill that she did a couple months ago that I really, really enjoyed. Around the time that there was some big news around Kill Bill. Oh,
0: nice. Oh, okay. What's uh, was it about? Both volumes? Was it about just the stuff going on? Okay. Yeah, and cool.
2: just just sort of you know struggling with the what, what they kind of heard about behind with the scenes Ulan. and 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 what it and yeah and what it kind of meant with the actual content of the film, which is a lot of you know sort of actually about that kind of issue in a mm-hmm. lot of times yeah. about how she's kind of like under this control of this you know this this very bad man. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: and uh, yeah, it, it would be a, it would be a good read because we also covered Kill Bill already uh, on this show yeah. in conjunction with Female Prisoner, and uh, we may.
0: Uh, we
2: we may in a couple weeks be covering volume two with a guest yes who's, Maybe. yeah maybe who, who, who might be pairing it with uh lady snowblood
3: so, Oh, perfect pairing
2: Beautiful. yeah so that's gonna be a lot of fun but yeah next week um we will be back for patrons for all of our honorary sleazoids who are over on our patreon and we will be talking uh, a video game adaptation double feature of mortal Kombat. yes And Street Fighter, two 90s action cheese. Uh, (laughs) So much cheese. Yeah, which is going to be a lot of fun to talk about. So if you guys, again, aren't on Patreon, head on over there and you'll get that episode next week. Uh, But for free listeners, we'll be back in two weeks with an episode that I don't know yet. Yeah, We have a special guest locked in, but I don't think that they've confirmed their films yet uh we're keeping
0: the anticipation but going. maybe
2: by the time this episode comes out we will have it in the description what those films are going to be because a yeah. lot of time we like to have you know just Give announce in up. advance so that you guys have time to watch the films and and join along with us yeah uh so but we're again not just
0: spoiling it for you <laughs> for half an hour <laughs> yeah uh
2: but anyway thanks again melissa so much for for joining us this week it was a lot Thank of fun
1: you. and i think that's gonna be it keep it sleazy everybody keep it sleazy guys